Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome once again to Cult Following, your guide for the best in film, film criticism, toy criticism, toys, board games, all kinds of ephemera here in the Phoenix area that would make a geek chortle enjoy. Chortle, I say. I'm one of your three hosts for this occasion, Victor Moreno, along with Kirby Nelson and Joshua T. Ruth. I'm wearing my white pants. We're explorers in the deepest recesses of cinema. Some would say we're angels, others would say we're demons. If I paraphrase that, that would be from Hellraiser, but you guys know that. I do it every time. Join us every two weeks here on Cult Following. We're on SoundCloud, we're on the iTunes, we're on the Google Play, and we are on the World Wide Web at cultfollowing.co. In this edition, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the uh, summer movies that are hitting us. We're going to chat a little bit about some indie releases. We're going to talk a little bit about Deadpool and some other stuff going on in the world of film. Josh is very excited to talk about a movie he was just mentioning called Revenge. Yes, Revenge. Revenge. Um, uh, pronunciation, not sure about. Uh, but yeah, so I actually had never, I had never heard of this movie. The only knowledge I had of it was that Mondo was doing like an album soundtrack release of it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's like all I knew. But I had a buddy who's like, hey. We got to go see this movie, and I was like, "Cool, I, I'm not even gonna watch a trailer. Like, I don't want to know." That's anything the best about way it. to do a movie, yeah, yeah, I for sure. Nowadays. Well, and especially this movie. So I'll say this to any listeners: like, if you um, are hearing this and you get, you know, kind of your interest uh, kind of peaked by this, I would highly suggest not watching the trailer. This is just one of those trailers that's we're just gonna show you the whole movie. You know, kind of um, because we're afraid no one's going to come see our movie if we don't just show you literally everything. So, um, yeah, definitely avoid it if you haven't already. Um, but, uh, yeah, Revenge is, uh, I mean, ultimately, it, it, the the real simple breakdown is it's a rape revenge film, um, which obviously we've seen a million times. Um, but this one is written and directed by a woman, um, mm, which is pretty unusual. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a... Uh, it's a, a first time um, a director name is Coralie Fargiot, I believe. I don't know how the, the last name is pronounced, um, but uh, it's uh, so I will say this like it, it kind of it took a while to really sell me because I was very doubtful. Like the first half of the movie is, like, yeah, you know, this is I've seen a rape revenge movie before. Like this is kind of following the paint by numbers of a rape, rape revenge film, although very stylishly. Um, but I will say that just this film goes to so many places and goes there in such a way that, um, yeah, it's, I would say that at this point, unquestionably, it's my number two movie of the year behind Annihilation. Um, so, so I've got my number one and my number two already figured out. We'll just have to see kind of how the rest of the year works out. But I would say, um, stylistically, it is very similar to what, um, Anna Lily Amirpour did in The Bad Batch. Um, meets Nicholas Winding Refn. You know, that's kind of the easiest way I can describe it. Oh, that could be very polarizing. Oh, I would say it could be very polarizing. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I mean, it, this movie is, and the reason I bring up that, I mean, it is a, it's like a desert film. So, yeah. I mean, just, uh, it's like the psychedelic kind of desert rape revenge film. Um, and so that's very much like along the lines of something like an Anna Lily Almirpour, but it's, uh, also just stylistically it's refin all the way like more specifically kind of like the best aspects of drive and of neon demon um they're uh, 
you know, I, I mentioned those two directors because they are ones that very much rely on sound and soundtrack. Mm. And it's, uh, best, it's got a completely like synthwave soundtrack. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a good um, selling point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's got, um, synthwave and neon colors and just beautifully shot. I mean, for her to be a first time director, I mean, she really, really knocked it out of the park. And, um, this movie is, I would say for fans of genre film, um, you know, I, I will say one thing, regardless of how you feel about the movie, you will be happy with the amount of gore in this movie. This movie is yeah. so what? over the what? top, gore? dude. Like, More gore. it's like, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, honestly, it approaches Evil Dead 2 levels of comedic Jesus. gore. Um, I listened to her on the Q&A podcast with Jeff Goldsmith, and um, she was talking about, you know, because he was bringing up things like, uh, oh, you know, I'm sure, you, you know, Last House on the Left is one of your inspirations, and uh, you know, things like that. And, he's, and she was like, no, I mean, Kill Bill is my inspiration. <laughs> you know, she's like, I'm more inspired by Tarantino than anything. Um, so, and that is... I like when people are honest about that sort of thing. I yeah. remember when I went to the Alamo Draft House. I went to see um, the Bad Batch there when they had a Skype Q and A uh-huh. with Animal, and the guy who hosted the Q and A was totally drunk off his ass. It really rubbed, <laughs> it rubbed me and Ruby the wrong way. Right. We're like, "Oh, this movie totally seems like such and such," and she was like, "I don't, I don't even know who that is. Yeah. This is my influence." And he was like, "Really? Because it really seems like such and such." I'm like, "Uh, nope." You're wrong. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I just, uh, I cannot recommend it highly enough. I think uh, you mentioned that it's playing at the Valley Art yes, right now. Yes, it is playing right now at the Valley Art in Tempe. It is also available on Voodoo. Yeah. Um, so, I would I would highly recommend seeking this film out. I would say that this is not just a good genre film. Um, it is, I really think it's just one of the best movies of the year. It absolutely casts a spell on me. Um, it's just, I, I really can't wait to see it again. I want to buy this movie and watch it over and over and over again and um i don't know if it could overtake annihilation but it's like it's 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 in that place where it's like okay if this movie is not in my top five at the end of the year i'll be very very surprised by it um and uh you know and i like because it's not this hyper political movie you know and i think that 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 is a danger that you could have had with having this this uh female writer director right who's doing a rape revenge film something that's normally done through the male gaze and you know you could very much turn it into something that's pontificating um and it really and 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 i was bothered by that and i'm sure kirby this is something that you would totally be on board with me and and it's just like we don't always see eye to eye when it comes to this stuff but dude i we absolutely do with this because like the trailers it's like you know it's like takes the male gaze and gouges its eyeballs out and da 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 and it's like every single one of the the blurbs about it in the trailer is about you know me too me too me too right and it's like just mm-hmm. maybe just let this film exist on its own right you know maybe mm-hmm. let this piece of art exist on its own without making it political well i've been really excited for this movie so i'm glad to hear as uh, i really value your opinion on it. i mean it, it just sounds awesome i didn't watch any of the trailers yeah. i just heard the synopsis i'm yep. like that sounds great my whole thing with like the rape revenge films and that genre and stuff is is that people you know are honest and are like you know i have difficulty watching them. I'm like you should rape is yeah. an absolutely atrocious and horrible crime absolutely um so i don't think it should be friendly i think the problem when people say like the male gaze of things or they market it like in that way is is that 
I mean, you can you if you've anybody seen interviews of like Camille Keaton mm-hmm. and some of the stars of like Last House on the Left, uh, Camille Keaton from I Spit on Your Grave. I mean, I don't consider any of those films to be like anything lighthearted. I mean, obviously they tried to shoehorn that in in Last House on the Left against the wishes of the director and producer, but it's just one of those situations where, like I said, I just don't think it it should be unflinching. It should be brutal. And I and people go, well, you know, not everybody gets their revenge, you know. And I yeah. said that's true. And I said, right. and that's well, what yeah, makes I mean, it. Look at um, Gaspar Noe's um, break. Oh yeah, or, uh, irreversible, uh, irreversible. Yeah, yeah. Totally. that's it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another big one. <laughs> and they're all. And to me, in the end, it's all that. That's to me kind of the point is yeah. that you want to. It's see just it happen. hard to sit through those kinds of scenes, sure. especially yeah. like irreversible or like that rape scene is like 11 minutes. Yeah, long. it's insane. Yeah. So yeah. I do want to speak on that because one thing I will say is that, um, you know, look, any rape scene is awful, but this one is not, it, it doesn't show it. Okay. So I'll just say that everything is inferred. It takes very much, um, you know, kind of reminded me of uh, funny games in the way that all the violence in funny games is actually done off camera. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and and it, it, it kind of shows how well of a craft of a film that is that it's as impacting as it is. So this is done off camera. It's still very, very disturbing. But I also don't want to paint this film to be because it's very much not an I spit on your grave. It's not mm-hmm. a last house on the left. Um, this movie is and I think the uh, the Tarantino references were bang on there. Um, it's it's a fun movie. And as much as you can say a rape revenge movie is fun, it is fun. It is fun as hell. It's a hilarious well, movie. Get past that i mean because i mean that's like in kill bill i mean that there's an attempted rape sure. i don't think she's actually raped in that movie yeah i mean well yeah. i mean i think that what i mean she is she's it's just raped. oh no she is raped yeah, yeah. that's right yeah that's yeah. a good buck sorry guys she's been raped uncountable right, times. exactly yeah. yes. and so. so and again in that same way but it's like that doesn't uh derail kill bill it's an yeah. awful thing but yeah. you also you really you do feel good when she takes it. a revenge yeah. right you know so and it's kind of similar in that way and there's just um oh, oh here we go so there's a uh there's a, uh, I, I will say this, a particular scene in this particular movie that is just one of the best, like, audience interaction, like, squirming, like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening right now, but in a super fun way. Um, yeah, so I, again, I'm, I'm gushing about this movie. I love it. I think you guys would absolutely dig the movie, so check out Revenge as soon as possible. Definitely. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I definitely plan on checking that out. I just haven't, uh, gotten around to that yet i think i'll probably check it out on voodoo or like if i have some free time i'll like hit up well i won't be able to hit it next week but yeah 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 but it's a... like instantly iconic you know there's just all these yeah. scenes where i'm like okay that's just iconic 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 well that's like one of those uh it, it played i think at the phoenix film festival too but it's like uh-huh. definitely one of those movies that was on my radar like oh that looks interesting that one and um Upgrade, which I think also comes out. Like, oh yeah, in, uh, uh, June sixth, June first now. Oh, June first, yeah, yeah. I, I remember some first week of June. Yeah, I mean it's it's actually funny that Josh mentioned his uh, like making his top five, top ten, and I'm like, man, I I want to see this in a bunch of other movies because I'm like I'm having a hard time with just a top five right now. Oh yeah, I mean this has been probably to me one of the worst years. I've seen good movies. It's this always year, slow, at but the it's beginning. really bad. I mean, for six months, I had a couple favorites last year. The last few years, I had like a two, two or three of my top five sure, in the yeah. first six months. So I'm really surprised. This well, year, I but... still need to watch. You were never really here. Oh right, because yeah. I've heard that's like super solid. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I've heard lots of good stuff. I mean, there's 
a lot of movies that are just it's catching up or it kind of, like it got delayed. Like I think Hereditary was supposed to come out like March or something originally. Yeah. It was much mm. earlier. And so it's kind of like movies like that. They're, um, you know, it's like you kind of start forgetting them if they change their. Right. Yeah, but you got to realize most of the stuff that I feel like we've been looking forward to is coming out like later. Like, True. you know, like, um, you know, I like I still want to see uh, how to talk to girls at parties that comes out on June 1st. Mm. Um, Hereditary comes out yeah. right like the day after, I think, or not. Under the long. Silver Lake. Under the, the Silver, Silver Lake, Lake which yeah. has been, uh, it just debuted at cons, getting very interesting reviews. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all that stuff is like down the pipeline, so I'm not really tripping yeah. over kind of like a dry. Oh, yeah. This I has just been, mean that. And I think the reason it's been dry is one of the reasons we're going to talk about the podcast today is like, all these superhero movies, <laughs> true. The year of Marvel, dude. Nope. It's it's seriously true. Like, so I I went to the theater yesterday and I looked up at the theater marquee and there was a poster for Black Panther now showing, yeah, Infinity War now showing, and Deadpool two now showing. And I was like, that's just crazy. You know, there's so many different superhero movies out there. Yeah, and every yeah. anything else is going to get annihilated in their wake. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I will say, uh, I'll just touch on one or two real quick. But one, just for the the contrast of hilarity is I did go see it on a, like about, I think 6 PM on a Wednesday, but I did go see bad Samaritan last week. Oh, yeah? I do want to see that movie. And, uh, is it, is cause it... you actually based on, you remember telling yeah, me the trailer right. and I was like, well, that sounds interesting. Uh, I was the only person in the theater. Oh, yeah. The nice. whole show. I love that. No, nobody left. No, yeah, it was very nice. Actually. It worked out cause a friend of mine was having, had just got out of surgery. So I was able to check in and make sure she was okay. But it's just one of those things where, yeah, I walk, and then occasionally one of the guys cleaning or on his break would come walking <laughs> right. in, and he, I think he was getting weird parts of it. Um, good, not great. It, it felt like it could have been so much more. It's actually really long. It's almost two hours. Whoa, that's and it, interesting. It, and it feels like if they had just trimmed some of the fat, but then at the same time, I don't know how it would have worked otherwise. Yeah, because the whole huge amount you speak about revenge is the guy's revenge um is uh, uh the killer's revenge is like 30, well 40 catch people up on the sure yeah i was just gonna say they yeah. haven't so basically that. in this movie yeah it, it's really a blink if you miss it i'm sure it's complete out there i don't even know if it'll hit no the it's secondary. still playing arizona mills oh is it yeah, okay yeah. so at least one i saw the amc center point and uh or yeah and there there just isn't a lot left but um basically uh uh the valets uh break into uh um somebody's house using the car the guy's driving like a maserati they go in the guy's like looking around he ends up stealing a credit card and some other stuff and he walks into an office and like is taken aback because there's a woman in the corner all tied up uh bound completely uh mouth covered in tape and stuff so it's, it's real brutal he ends up um realizing that you know his other valet partners uh, partner in crime is like the guy's like getting ready to go. You need to bring the car back. And his fear is getting caught. So, of course, he makes the choice to leave the girl and then uh, completely uh, instantly uh, regrets it and spends the rest of the film uh, trying to find her and save her. While at the same time, the guy knows almost instantly they broke in and he starts tracking him and hunting him down and everyone and everything he loves. And that's literally probably 40 minutes of the movie. It's like a mm-hmm. 20 minute setup. 45 minutes for that and uh you know the end is just kind of batshit insane in a way mm. but also it, that's the thing about this movie it's like 
it had the ability to go crazier. And unfortunately, I think they took the safe route sometimes. It's also a British movie. Though. Yeah. Uh, well, it's here in Portland. I don't know oh. if the, the staff is British. It's Portland, Oregon. Oh, I was yeah. impressed. The, the, was a the, the, the leading um, uh, guy is uh, at least playing someone who's Irish. Yeah. He's like an Irish uh, exchange student. Is that David Tennant? Uh, no, David Tennant is the uh, is the yeah killer. the valet oh, okay. is cool. one of the guys on um on the that show Misfits. Oh, okay. He's the one who can like leap into people's bodies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I never seen it. Nice. Um, but it's a good cast. I mean, it's an enjoyable movie in w- in one respect. Like, I had fun. It's definitely like worth a matinee. I just, I, I think I w- I was hoping for something more that was going to be kind of like the really, uh, um, you know, Neil in a haystack kind of movie. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'd never have thought of this. And yeah, you know, it's it's not bad. I enjoyed it. There's parts of it that are really good, but the other parts that drag, it just drags it down too much. Right. Um. Oh, and then the other one, kind of on the uh, uh, side of that, was uh, since we've talked about it the last time with the Duplass brothers with the uh, Wild Wild Country, oh, yeah. they just did put on Netflix is Evil Genius. I watched that. Yeah, so did I. So, what do you think? Um, it, it's very much trying to be the Jinx. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Serial. Um, yeah. It's. Oh, is that another documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, about four hours. It's four, oh, like, really? uh, 45 minutes. Segments. Yeah, basically, the only, it, it's about um, this guy who, like, flippantly robs a bank. And um, then uh, the police kind of follow him, and then he claims he has a bomb around his neck. And he's sitting in front of the car. He's like, I got a bomb around my neck. It's going to go off. And then while they're waiting, like, there's all these traffic issues, so the SWAT team can't get there. The bomb explodes. Oh, wow. So then it becomes a cold case, and then there's this whole deal with his next-door neighbors. Like uh, it, like I said, it's kind of really confusing how they get to it. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a guy who's kind of like the girl on Serial, where she's doing the NPR voice. Like, mm-hmm. well, how, what does this have to do with this kind sure. of thing? So basically, it turns out, like, there's this, like, this couple. They're both, like, super, super geniuses, but they're white trash, kind of mentally ill people. And it turns out because of a con- a bunch of continuity things, they're friends with the guy whose head gets blown off, and the whole thing is, is like, were they involved in sure. this scenario? Because this guy also happens to be really good at building bombs. Sounds well, sounds yeah. like a familiar, you know. Yeah, that, it becomes that like a thing. very yeah, um, tangled web. Yeah, like, it's, where it's, they keep on it's covering very, people. And, yeah, and then basically the whole story is about this lady Marjorie uh, Deets Deal. Yeah, like Marjorie some, Deal something. Yeah, she has like a hyphenated last yeah. name. I mm-hmm. forgot. And you find out like she's basically like she was like the super genius. Like she awesome has a master's degree and stuff, but she but she me- has severe mental, mental. illness. And, like, she's a black widow. Like, literally every person she's been with has either died mysteriously or she's killed. Mm. So she's actually been convicted of killing one of them. And the the guy who's... It, this is where it's kind of like the jinx. The guy who directs the movie sort of becomes... It's like one of those, like, I'm a, I be, I've become a serial killer's pen pal. And it's very weird because you totally get the this, like, vibe, like, has he done this with other people? Like he's, it's I, I got a distrustful narrator vibe from him. Like 
he's just like a crime junkie or something? Did you get that vibe, or was that? Uh, I don't know. As someone who collects murder billia, no, no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Doesn't he ask, seem like he seems like a murder billia? Yeah, guy. he's kind of like one of these dudes, or he's just kind of like the um hungry reporter. Like, yeah. I'm so desperate to have because the woman doesn't talk to anybody. She has a lawyer, of course, and like. You know, but she doesn't talk to any, like, the news media ever. So it's like they have a harder and harder time. He has to appeal to her vanity, and after a while, she starts talking to him. And then she just opens up about everything. And then he gets into, like, prison politics and whether or not the guy whose neck gets blown off was actually innocent or not. It's weird because it's one of those things that it starts kind of, like, weirdly dry, and then you get really sucked into it. Yeah, it it does. It's good that they kept it about like three hours. It couldn't be any longer. Yeah, three or four hours because if it had been like the six hours of like the the wild wild country, the mm-hmm. Rajneesh, like I I think that would have been it would have just gone on forever and just got really bloated. Um, there's a little bit in here, but overall it's good. It's just yeah. Uh, the thing about some... whether or not he was innocent feels a little like over labored well i think the only reason and like even she like starts pointing out like why are you so fixated with this yeah well she gets really you can tell like how it there's some interesting interviews but yeah it becomes the big part of the question is is that as all it unravels into a huge amount of people involved um all it relate in some way to either drugs sex or crime you know and what it is is that it's how they're convicted. I mean, there's no real spoiler here to me is, of course, because from the very beginning, you know, you, you're well, trying to figure way out. They, yeah, yeah. They, they tell you right at the beginning, like, basically, she's dead. This is the only way they could do it because otherwise it would be very litigious. Yeah. Well, and another part. Well, yeah, she constantly talks about suing him. But the other part is, is that the real hammer home throughout the whole thing is who was involved, who was the mastermind, who built the bomb. Who did, you know, these things that, like, are obvious questions. And the big part, too, that Victor didn't mention is, of course, because the first thing I thought was, I remember this case vaguely, but it's that he's a pizza delivery guy. And it, I was like, like that fucking horrible uh, Jesse Eisenberg movie, that <laughs> 30 <laughs> minutes or less with Aziz Ansari. Oh, I never saw that movie. Well, I actually, oh God, unfortunately. I that no, wait. Yes, yeah. yes, I did. That's what this is based on. It is. And, oh, and then, oh and then, wow. And then the screenwriters were like, I looked up the Wikipedia article and they were like, "We weren't they, we weren't at all influenced by this case." And I'm bullshit, like, oh, dude. Come on, Even man. like the guy is just like Danny wow. McBride. Oh, yeah, exactly. Fuck. I remember that movie, dude. I, I went no. to see that movie at like an advanced screening. Like, see, I went. I theater ago. hopped. I went. Really? And I admit it because I was like, I went and saw something else that uh, was the so. Days when we used to theater. <laughs> well, I was so pissed about um whatever movie I went to saw. Right. Went and saw. That I was like, shit. And so I was like, Fun I'm going to go watch That's this. the only reason I ever watched Scary Movie. Because I got a Matrix Reloaded and I was so irritated. I had to watch <laughs> something else. <laughs> I don't blame you. But oh, um, yeah, definitely. If you're like interested in the Jinx serial, true crime, as a whole, or just interested in a story. I mean, it's 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 well not done. as good as the Jinx, but no, I think it's no. better than making a murderer. Uh, I don't know. I I, I really feel like love... making a murder drags hardcore. It's Maybe just too long. The first three episodes yeah. are like really great at making murder. Well, yeah, and, but and then it, it just drags. Yeah, I think like, like once, once they get into the trial, and, yeah, yeah. Well, the whole, yeah, that it, you're absolutely right. And, like yeah. the appeals and all that stuff. Well, I think it's yeah. the problem with making a murder. The the positive is I think it's an amazing one I talked about. I still feel the same way. But the problem with that one is because of how long it is. 
it's a one-time watch. Yeah. And, like, I can never rewatch it again. And the thing about making a murderer, it's like I mentioned with the Wild Wild Country, is I didn't know anything about the case. Yeah. So I could watch 10 hours game, you know, and there were parts where yeah. I was like, come on, man. And I rewatched, like, I rewatched OJ Making in America. I rewatched Wild Wild Country. I rewatched The Jinx. I probably won't rewatch this, and I would never rewatch Making a Murderer. Yeah, and that makes sense. I mean, yeah. a lot of them have, once you know what's, I mean, I couldn't rewatch, like, Paradise Lost or some of the other ones. Yeah. It's not just because they finally were free, thankfully. That's a big reason why I can't rewatch them, actually. Yeah, it's, it's just because you know how it ends. Once you know the case, yeah. yeah, it's not like a movie, it's real life, and you know, it's like if it's a, you know, they're they're great documentaries. Actually, that... I feel like the last one is rewatchable because the whole bullshit about they have to plead guilty to be released, which, you know, they that's just so much bullshit. I don't know yeah. if you watch watch no, that I'm last one. They have to do a specific. It's called um, fuck a something plea. Yeah. Where basically the state agrees to release them as long as they plead guilty and they're given time served, mm-hmm. which is bullshit because even their lawyers, like, if you fought this, you would be basically released outright. But because I think it's Jesse or one of them. The one who's mentally. Uh, yeah, he's just like on the verge stable. of. Yeah, he's on the verge of committing suicide. So they do it for him. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, a, that's a, one of the most fucked up stories, but it's, it's, it's amazing that they finally did get free. I mean, it's one of those ones. Where I feel like it, the one time celebrities, one of the few times celebrities actually made something happen for the good of of innocent people, because it's rare. Like yeah. they are truly. That's one of the few times too, because you talk about that line of like where people become like too involved in yeah. the story or whatever. That's one of the few times. I mean, to me, all the evidence pointed to the kid's father. He was. He did it. He killed those fucking kids. And it's like... Is this Paradise Lost you're talking about? Yeah, Paradise Lost, yeah. Sorry if you you aren't caught or don't remember it well. You know, over time, actually, I don't think it was probably him, especially how towards the end he came around to supporting them. I'm probably of the opinion that it was just some drifter that they never It could have been, but I mean, I don't know. There's there's just too much weird with that that father. Because a lot of it is just like we're... we're Not to get too into this, because I know we get into like tangent slot oh no, no but no, he's like, like totally like the definition of a cletus hick and we're like oh he's clearly guilty oh and in the first one especially you know the filmmakers totally think so too so you're getting it from their gaze because i did rewatch that one yeah. not, and i was like yeah it's totally oh, i think i mean all of them are gonna it's just like the make him murder there's like obviously more questions i think you should question everything yeah any narrative anytime that anybody presents you should always question it uh, no matter what it is, even falls in line with your own beliefs or whatever. But I feel like, you know, it's hard to know. You don't have all the evidence. And obviously, I'm not sure if whatever, you know, the Deep South CSI was exactly yeah. like awesome. But I feel like, you know, it's just one of those cases that. Well, yeah, I'm glad it wasn't. Free- That's all they yeah. tell you about is how badly he handled the, the DNA. Days. It's like even the OJ thing, which it doesn't seem like that long ago. That DNA was so contaminated. Like. That's one of the things that's really sad is like even if you look back on that in hindsight, OJ probably wouldn't have been convicted because of how badly they handled the DNA evidence. Which, by the way, I recently took a trip to uh, New Orleans and uh, I stopped by. I know you've been to the L.A. one. Yeah, so I by went the, to mu- the, Museum the Museum of, of Death, Death in L.A. like a week ago. And um, I mean, I'm sure I've seen him before, but seeing the pictures of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman. It hits hard, like how oh, yeah. brutally murdered they were. Like 
Yeah, it's I think vicious. they show it in Made in America, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those ones. You know, you just don't. It's kind of like seeing pictures of uh, Sharon Tate and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see him for a long time, and uh, you see him again. It's like wow. Like uh, there's like, uh, I mean, I don't. know. I think it's interesting the places like the Museum of Death exist. Although to me, one of the things that was interesting is how they don't allow pictures. But it's 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 almost like a sideshow, like oh, see the thing, you know, when you're driving to oh, Tucson, because then it's like oh, I I can see all this on the internet, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think the Museum of Death more is to go see for those who are interested. I mean, in true crime and in history and in science and a lot of things. I mean, sure, it's a curiosity, and you can say it's exploitative and people agree with you and people wouldn't i mean it's yeah uh, it's more like I, I a murder belia museum i think it's it, it it it's a little exploitative in general but it would be super exploitative if it was like a bunch of people taking selfies and just like yeah. taking pictures and stuff you know i think that's like an extra layer of disrespect yeah. for the dead that, yeah you know, but i think that i mean that's the same thing i mean i'm not talking about millennials taking selfies at auschwitz here I mean, I feel like, um, you know, the whole point of the Museum of Death, obviously, so that they can keep financial integrity is mm-hmm. a big part of the yeah. pictures. But they do True. have, like, items that are, you know, is interesting. The one in New Orleans has a huge thing for the Boxer Rebellion. And they have actual, um, you know, weapons and, and uh, items and stuff. From... I'd have to imagine that one's nicer just based on the pictures I saw you it, had. It's very nice. Because, yeah. like, the, the one in L.A., like, it has letters from serial killers and cheap plastic binders, and they're, like, totally, like, ragged and destroyed. It's just, uh, like... I hate that. Yeah, yeah. it's... I, I enjoy both of them. I mean, I'm just... I'm obviously, like, I'm in a band that sings about true crime. Yeah. It's just... It's one of those things. Um, Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. In Cold Blood debut album out now. That's the whole thing for me. big. Uh, <coughs> bandcamp. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I just can't. Uh, do this Got to work on my micro machines. So yeah, yeah that... I think that was it for the big, the big <coughs> ones. I saw. I'm glad you saw the Evil Genius though. So yeah, I could talk about it. Uh, if you watch it sometime, uh, Josh, let us know what you think. Oh, I'll I'll definitely fit it in. Yeah, I have yeah. just watched like a fuck ton of documentaries on Netflix. I probably won't even remember all of them. Um, uh, I remember I watched uh, one called sour grapes it's really interesting it's about this uh, guy who scams the whole auction of fine wines world um by he spends millions of dollars of illegally stolen indonesian money uh-huh. to buy super expensive wines and he has a like a, one of the top palates in the world so when he buys these expensive wines he tries to figure out how they taste like so he can fake them and resell them like afterwards oh, in wow. similar bottles and the whole thing is about how like all these people in upper society cannot believe that he got that they got fooled <laughs> because so much of um you know so much of wine is like oh it has like a berry flavor sure. and earthy oaky undertone yeah so yeah, that's the there whole you thing go. now you're on the right, right. track the sommelier talk <laughs> right. that's when you really start yeah but it was it. it was a really interesting documentary just like very like weird about um how uh, people got scammed in that way and um what else have i watched lately there's like a documentary about the, the evolution of barbie dolls on netflix oh yeah um it's called like tiny something but it's a very interesting documentary I that watched... one on the toys that made us was my favorite yeah, yeah this good. is a feature length one that talks oh, about cool. the how mattel was founded and like you know like how Ruth Handler took the fall and then how they changed the body of that's Barbie. Awesome. 
it's like weirdly very interesting. Like I was like, oh, because sometimes it auto plays. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. So I'm like, oh, actually, that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, basically, it's just kind of been a blur. I like how you kind of just go into the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, oh, oh, god, this is really good. Auto play, auto play. Sometimes that's the best way to find stuff. Oh I yeah, swear. yeah. Well, it's like also occasionally occasionally <laughs> netflix recommendations do work out the rest of the time i just like their long-winded like if you like gritty 1980s right yeah exactly dramas, yeah, yeah starring european actors, actors. Yeah. yeah exactly you know yeah just like very specific netflix mm-hmm. um, very specific <laughs> um the other thing i meant to talk about last time was batman ninja Oh, yeah, I've been hearing some buzz about that. It's really good. Yeah. It's by the same people who did um, Afro Samurai, and it's a 3D cell shade animation, but the shading is all hand-drawn. Nice. And it's really good. Um, it is a Japanese version as well, which is interesting, which if you watch both versions, you're essentially getting two different movies. Which is the better voice cast? Um, I think the American voice cast is really good, uh-huh. you know, but it's interesting because I feel like the Japanese store dialogue is better. Is this any like is this like a Kevin Conroy or is this some other celebrity? Um, playing Batman it's the guy who did Batman's voice in Batman Arkham Origins. Okay, Troy uh, Troy Baker. Troy Baker, yeah, yeah. he's a big yeah, video. He's game. coming to yeah. uh, Game On Expo this uh, August. Oh, that'd be oh, cool. he's really? my favorite. Yeah, from Last of Us is my dude. Big one. Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. Oh, and Last I tagged you. The um, retail archaeology guy is going to be I, there. I, I'm not familiar with that. I saw the tag. Oh, I thought you watched it. No, his, his, I'll have his to check is it the out. Best one, man. He's one of the two or three best. You know, I love that kind of. Stuff, the so dead mall uh when we talk about i think we talked about once or twice like oh yeah me and josh definitely enjoy the yeah. whole dead yeah mall. D- dan bell is too. the one oh i've seen those too. before yeah. The, yeah. the thing that's interesting about the um the american cast is the guy who does the voice of um the joker is um the youngest brother from arrested development oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know the one with the claw hands is into lucille too I never watched I, it much beyond the first season. Yeah, no. sorry, man. Oh no, he's really good. Like it's, it's. I know those... who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah. interesting because it's one of those scenarios where, like, oh, you know, you hear somebody's cast, and like, oh, I can, I can picture what that's going to sound like. You know, and then it's like, oh wow, he actually really stretched and did right. something interesting. Are you into Arrested Development? Is it? I used like? to be into yeah. it. I, you heard about this, like, the whole, like, recut of season four they did? No. Yeah, because, you know, season four, like, was originally released, like, on Netflix, yeah. right? And, like, everybody hated it because, I guess, Every, like, It was all filmed separately. Right. Like, yeah. they couldn't get any of the actors together, and they literally, like, green-screened actors together in yeah. the same room that weren't actually there, and apparently it was terrible. I never watched it. It's um, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah. It's not terrible. Well, but, I you should yeah. check this out, because they basically, uh, they recut um, all of season four and apparently it's way way better now um and in fact that's the version that is on netflix now in fact you have to go into the special features essentially or to like the trailers and more to be able to actually find so this was a fan edit that became official no this was just like an actual official re-edit by the creators of the show because they're doing a new season of arrested development and i guess they wanted to just kind of go back and get that bad taste out of people's mouth and say no it's it's good guys trust us you know so yeah they actually because i guess like the way it was 
in season four, it was like basically every episode kind of focused on a different person. Yes, that's exactly so what they did is they edited it all together so that it, it's a lot more how the other show was. So it like kind of alternates in between. Yeah. So they went from the, the ground up and just re-edited the entire season. Interesting. Well, that's yeah. kind of cool. I guess that's like we talked about, like one of the benefits of Netflix and it's, uh, kind of market share mm-hmm. dominance is being able to just so easily do that like right um but was that, yeah was that your yeah but ba- yeah batman ninja yeah, is yeah. really good awesome. i recommend it highly um you know other than that like pretty much uh it's like the only other big thing now like i hinted at it at the end of last episode like oh is cult classics coming back well, uh, much like our friend Adam, I am now part of the Alamo Draft House Empire. Awesome! So, uh, join us! Join us! Yes, I now I now work for the Alamo Draft House. Hey, congratulations, you know, Alamo Draft House! Alamo Draft House. Sponsor congratulations us. for landing Victor Moreno. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now I, from now on, I will I am curating and hosting all their genre programming, starting with Video Vortex which is uh, vortex 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 which is the vhs kind of oddity series that um started off in the austin location where like the guys there zach carlson and you know lars nilson would find all these super weird old vhs and shot on video movies and like let's show them to people because <laughs> i gotta terrible. say i had never heard of any of them other than tam and a t-rex because yeah. like that was one that i saw like through everything is terrible or something like yeah. that you know a lot of um, this stuff is like comes sourced from that same right camp. but yeah tam, uh i will say on may 21st which is this monday because this episode will be posted later today um, I will be hosting Tammy and the T-Rex. That will be at 10.20 p.m., but we'll be doing the whole Cult Classics pre-show a half hour before that. Much much like always. It, just pretend it's Cult Classics and come at 9.30. Uh, <laughs> and then um, the day after that, we're doing um, things, which I actually have hosted before back at the Royale uh, with uh, this other kid there. And we did a series called Video Dungeon. And nice. um, I will say, out of all the movies we showed, there we showed like Deadly Prey and Five 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 and Things, and I think there was another one. But Things is a very fucking weird movie. Um, it's hard for me to find ways to praise it, other than it's a good way to set your movie barometer forever. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it, it's weird. It's like if somebody made... That's such a good way to describe it. it. It's like, it, <laughs> here's how I put it. It's if somebody made a racer head on accident. Oh, wow. Yeah. That actually sounds like my jam. That might be talking it up more than maybe it, you it, should be. Because that sounds incredible. It's weird. Because, yeah, like I, I put, it's like, it's a cross between like a bad homemade version. Because this is all homemade. You can tell they like edited it on a VCR. Right. A homemade version of Evil Dead meets Return of the Aliens Deadly Spawn. Kind of like by way of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. If oh, you've ever seen yeah. it. Yeah, I love Garth with a big Dark Place. With a big Lynchian, like. You've seen that, right, Kirby? Uh, yeah. 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 I do remember. Yeah. No, there's a, there, there's there was a, a weird... big. There's the big climax of this movie is exactly the same as the climax of the first episode <laughs> of Dark Place. But, but you're saying they're, they're, they're not doing it ironically? No. See, that's even better. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the only reason it works. It's about a half hour too long. Yeah, <laughs> as yeah. as so many of these things are. Right? But it's still the, the way it's it ends. It's just like this title card. It says 
you have just experienced things. No, oh, wow. and that's just like that was the only saving grace. For I me. might like, come see that. So give us some dates again. So what, what uh, is? yeah, five twenty one is Tammy and the T Rex. Okay, five twenty two is things. Okay, five twenty three, which is this one is this this Wednesday is Secret Agent Double O Soul, which um. You know, I think a lot of people are excited about Childish Gambino uh, being Lando in the new in the new Star Wars. And uh, what I will say is, this is not Billy D. Williams' <laughs> "This Is America." Right? It's Billy D. Williams uh, doing a weird movie where he's a James Bond ripoff who goes to the inner sea to become a private detective and then ends up in an episode of Sanford and Son is in, in, in essence. Wow. And like one of the people he like is chasing is tiny Zeus Lister. It's, it's a weird, weird movie. All right. So not Billy D Williams is this is America. Yes. So got it. <laughs> and on the 30th at the... don't try to upsell it too much there <laughs> i'm trying to find interesting ways to convey just, these movies no this i think you're being so honest and, and i think and to be honest with you it is actually selling me more on yeah them, you know because i've seen all these people i'm not like trying to give you like oh guys this is return of no, the jedi yeah, yeah just hey come you know you know who you are if you yeah. like bad vhs shit yeah you know like that's the thing yeah on the 30th uh, at Alamo Chandler, I'm showing a movie called <laughs> Vacation of Terror 2 Diabolical Birthday. Actually, the actual <laughs> title is Vacaciones del Terror 2. Oh, yeah. Cumpleaños Diabolico. Which oh. sounds like an awesome band. So this is a not. French movie. No, it is a Spanish, Spanish horror movie. movie. I know. That was a joke. Oh, it's, okay. Because I'm like. I know. Where, where <laughs> our hero accidentally runs over a guy. Who, uh, who before dying gives him a magic clay necklace and tells him to find the Necronomicon. And for the rest of the movie, anytime he shows up on screen, he's wearing a mighty duster a la Mac in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the world's most awesome mullet. Great. That yeah. sounds great. And the rest of the movie then becomes Mullet Man <laughs> versus what I can pretty much tell you is a mishmash of Leprechaun and Wishmaster. All right. In a ripoff of Troll 2. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It's actually surprisingly watchable. It's very funny. It has a very funny soundtrack. And probably the best of these is in June. It's called Ninja Terminator, mm. which is amazing, which has uh, basically wind up transformers that are possessed by ninjas trying to keep you trying to keep an American ninja guy from putting together an ashes of what is called the Golden Ninja Warrior. If you do a drinking game. That you take a swig of whatever you're drinking every time they say Golden Ninja Warrior, you will be dead or in an alcoholic <laughs> coma by the end of the movie. That's awesome. Let's, yeah. let's do it. Let's but yeah, if you want to see Transformers dolls, um, there's also a side drinking game where you could take a swig of whatever every time that they, they magically, uh, uh oh, there, someone's eating watermelon. Will that be destroyed by a random ninja attacking? <laughs> I like Speaking it. of drinking games for this uh, <laughs> opening week, you actually get 25% off food and drink. Right. Non-alcoholic, yes. unfortunately. Is it 25 or 50? No, it is 25% off all food and drink. Except it's non-alcoholic. No. I should say no alcohol. Yeah, yeah, that's sorry. It was 50. All right. Yeah. I am sorry. But sorry, tickets, cheap, but... I will say, tickets for every one of these movies are $3 each. Yeah, that's for the movie. ones. Cumpleaños and Ninja Terminator are 5 bucks. Um. 
So the first three you said are at Tempe, and then the next one is at Chandler? The next one is at Chandler, and okay. then the Terminator will be hosting at Tempe and Chandler. Have you been to the Tempe location Yes, yet? I've been to Tempe. It just opened what's, today. What's the theme? Uh, it is a Bill and Ted theme. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's why I'm Bill and Ted is Ted so often. This, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Or often. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to kind of go out for the soft opening week. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, uh, I, I think, I don't know, man. I think things is, is maybe the one that's calling out to me. Yeah. If you come to things, we'll also have giveaways from Severn Films. We will have, uh, enamel pins because they make cool enamel pins. They do. With a lot of, uh, horror artists and we will have copies of things on DVD. And some stickers and shirts and other stuff. And we'll also have giveaways from our friends at Starfighters Arcade. Yeah. Who will be giving us some uh, cool prize packs. So, yes. And we will have raffles every night. And here's the big thing. If you come on Monday, you will get a Video Vortex rental card. Which has a punch option. Which will be revealed. (laughs) This is if, if you remember what a blockbuster uh, video rental card looks like, very similar. You can Google it otherwise, yeah, or Bing it, yeah, Bing it, um, Bing go. it all, baby. Bing it. Uh, ask Jeeves, ask Jeeves. Um, now, it, is that only Monday? Um, no, I'll, I'll, I have a lot, so I'll bring some. Okay, yeah, cool. I'll also have some at Phoenix Con at her booth nine nine nine. Yeah. So I don't think I can make Monday, unfortunately, yeah. and I can't make Wednesday, but I can do Tuesday. So, I mean, as much as I don't like to drive that far that late, yeah, I will do it for you. And also, guys, like, you know, for not for nothing, but for, you know, and this is this is me saying this, uh, you know, this is not Victor saying this because he's a cult classics guy. But I'm going to say this, guys, like if you miss cult classics, come out, support Victor. Um, you know, ultimately, it's going to help the more people we can get out, the more robust uh, you can get things like that going. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, the, the bigger chance we're going to have more bigger and better screenings later on. So, yeah, I, this just so people know, and I have had some people mention this online. It's like, what is this what cult classics is now? No, this is a series we are hosting. Absolutely. At all the locations of the Draft House, we'll also be hosting other programming series, which I can't talk about yet, but those are locked in. And as time goes on, we'll also be doing something very similar to Cult Classics, knock on wood. Again, I'm not going to tip my hat because we got to make these things work. Secrets. Secrets. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Speaking of which, I did just want to mention, just because it was announced like an hour ago that our, our friends at Severin, who do rule... Just if you're an Italian horror cult sci-fi fan, they just posted that uh, you can get Zombie 3, Zombie 4, and Shocking Dark signed slipcovers and posters for their recent release titles. Nice. If you've never seen Zombie 3 or 4, I will say, (laughs) I'll talk this up and say, if you the one to get is the one for Shocking Dark, because if that survives... This weekend, I will be shocked because the slip cover for is based on the original poster, for when, which was originally called Terminator, Terminator 2, 2, and it has a cool ass painting of like Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's no. It, it, is there's, it just the poster? Yeah, it's yeah, the original yeah. poster. They have an, a poster signed and unsigned here. I'll pull awesome. it up. Awesome. That's the oh, one to yeah, get. That's that's, that's it, great. They you can get that as a poster. You, you can yeah. get that as a slip. You can get that Dude, as a slip or as a poster. Yeah, because they originally did a pre-order uh, for the Zombie 3, 4, and Shocking Dark, but then they also 
got signed copies, so they're uh, they're offering awesome. those as well. So if you pre-ordered, you can upgrade, or you can just buy them individually. Speaking of slips, did you see that the Deadpool thing? Because I know yes, you're not uh, on Facebook. No, no, yeah. but uh, Victor showed me the one that Saul sent, yes. so uh, his brother. And uh, yeah, I was like, there's a couple of them I'm tempted to buy, just because I actually don't own the movie, so it'll work out. That was the, So I bought all of them. Um, but I also, <laughs> damn dude, I seriously, just, I, yeah, I wanted to have the full set, honestly, wow. cause that's the thing. Like for me to be able to just have the full set, it was worth it, but I actually bought two sets and, and, you know, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm flipping the second set, um, to pay for my first set. So, um, you know, but Hey, I did the dang footwork. I had, I spent three hours going like three different Walmarts, I was like, just gonna ask all kinds of stuff. Like it was not easy cause not even all of them even had it. Yeah. Um, um, so like, I mean, cause a lot of them are like, Oh no, we We've never even had those because there's, I guess, a specific type of end cap for yeah. it. Yeah, Walmart does <clears> that kind of, like, I remember Halloween time, they do, like, the glow uh, in the, the dark. scuzzles ones where yeah. they tape a trading card mini poster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's some really interesting ones, some, like, Day of the Dead kind of themed ones. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, oh, yeah those yeah. I was not a fan of. There's some really cool ones, I gotta say. Well, actually, like, not all of them are. I, I'll take that back because I think I did get the Jennifer's Body one. The Jennifer's yeah, the Jennifer, that's yeah, the one awesome. I was gonna say. Yeah, that's yeah. the one that's really good. Uh, not all of them are, but, um, but I will say, I mean, that was a, a heck of a deal. I mean, I basically got all of them for, I think, about a hundred. Um, you know, for 16 of them. But the point is, like, I only owned three of those movies. Yeah. That like, makes sense. so for me, it was like no big deal. Plus, a lot of them had digital codes. Oh, see, that makes it work. Yeah. Right? And yeah. every one of them has a $5 Fandango credit to go oh, see so Deadpool 2. Um, so, I mean, I've got Movie Pass, but I shared them. I'm like on a, a forum group that, you know, and I was like, I paid it forward. You know, I was like, hey, here's some codes. Speaking if you guys of which, I just want to say fuck Movie Pass right now. Yeah. Because. I, I have had such issues just eating really? pain. Yeah, I'm having nothing but nightmares. I'm done with I'm them. I'm pretty sure that they're, they're done with the world of being in business by the end of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's no interesting. Doubt. I mean, I know they went back on the whole, like, you, you, can, you can't see unlimited movies thing. They did go back on that. Yeah. But they, they are still doing the whole, like, you can't see uh, a movie more than once. once. No, my whole thing has just been, like, constantly, like, I'll update the app, uh-huh. and then they'll say, no, it doesn't work. And I'm t- I mean, I put in oh, another sucks, memory man. card. I've rebooted. My phone is perfectly fine. It's not an issue with that. It's constantly an issue with the way. I mean, I've had to pay for more movies oh, than sucks, I'd have dude. liked to. Yeah. I, I will no, I mean, say what's. Well, I don't want to no, cut you No, off. go ahead, man. It's all it, good. It's there was an episode of best. Silicon <laughs> Valley not that long ago where basically uh, one of the competitors for um, Thomas Middleditch's character. Uh, he hires away his development team because he's mm. making this app, yeah. which basically you buy pizza, you buy all the pizza, <laughs> they buy the pizza, and then they deliver it to you. Yeah. But they're losing money from buying all the pizza. What's it called? Slice? What is it? Slice line. Slice line. That's yeah. It. <laughs> and that's a, pretty much what movie passes. Right. Because they have to buy all these tickets. Right. And they, they're they doing and it And he's like, loss. wait a minute, you're taking a loss on every single pizza? You know? And like, it's like, wait a minute, how much the pizzas cost? You know, yeah, it's totally good. He's yeah. Like, yeah. It's no, like funny. That's it's a funny. joke, but that's literally the exact that. same yeah. thing that movie pass yeah, is doing. you're totally right. Yeah. And you can see him squirming because yeah. when they did the whole, oh, you can't watch a movie more than once and oh it's limited to four movies and really 
honestly, I'm less concerned about the, the, the four movie thing than the seeing movie more once thing, you know, cause the whole four movies thing, I was like, you know what? I mean, it's $2 and 50 cents a movie. Yeah. That's still a good deal, but it really pisses me off that I can't go see a movie more than once. That's something I like to do a lot. Oh, uh, see, for me, yeah. it's more the, the thing, but my issue is the technological. The th- yeah. I, I literally consider it throttling. Um, if you don't know what that is, back yeah. in the day with, um, Netflix, you literally, if you kept running titles and returning them fast, like you'd mm-hmm. watch them all and I return totally them. Totally had to have Yeah. Them. And yeah. everybody had them. I truly believe that movie passes throttling people. And no, they are. And yeah. they're, I they're think, going and now, after. You use it a lot, right? Yeah, I use yeah. it a lot. See, so. I haven't had any issues, but I'll be honest with you. I've been using it two to maybe three times a month. Um, yeah. I, so I think you're probably right. And that's right. their average because the reason they made it four is like, well, on average, most people only we'll use see. it four times right. a One, month. Right. Yeah. And one to two out of that, a lot of people are only a couple. But I know uh, Victor's got a, another engagement. Yeah. And speaking of trainee, <laughs> oh well, yeah, we can go into X Men uh, trainee. Oh, good. Oh, so you did see the movie? Oh uh, yes, I did. I did. Oh, awesome. so we I know can... you said Friday, but like, no, I um... meant I told you I saw it. Uh, sorry, I had meant to tell you I saw it last night. Oh, oh that's so, great. Yeah, we can just Damn, do this I, as that a was like the cast. perfect fucking. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, we yeah. have yeah. to do it. Spoiler right. cast. Well, we have thirty-five minutes to make this a spoiler cast. Yeah, so. totally. I mean, we don't have to do a scene by scene. Like no, we, we don't have to do it that way. Um, I mean, it's not an event like in no, a, you no, know, no. an Infinity War. But I will, I will say that my, I, I did see it last night, and I just want to say, I mean, obviously it had the highest grossing, mm-hmm. um, like R-rated opening. Uh, I, are you I, talking about the original or this one? This one. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I guess yeah. it made $20 million on Thursday alone. Which, wow. yeah, For which four, beat itself. Yeah, beat itself. Um, I was wondering about that. It beat itself <laughs> in the spirit of Deadpool. Uh, so, like... Um, I was wondering because I went to go see the double feature at mm-hmm. IMAX last night, and it was like, um, like I don't know, seventy percent empty. Yeah. Um, and I wondered if that was just because it was the double feature. It's because it was a double right. feature. Yeah, exactly. And then because I mean, it started at four p.m. I yeah. had to, you know, get an hour of PTO to even make it on time myself. Um, so yeah, I was like, oh, this doesn't. I was. Yeah, I went. Button. I went to the box office to buy my ticket, so I was there like right around four. Yeah. Just because I wanted to get a poster. Yeah, 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 I was astonished. Did you get, did yeah, you get a I, got, I got like three. Good. I Good. was astonished. I got get I, fifty. I maybe not fifty. Oh my god, <laughs> he pieces of shit. But anyways, <laughs> um, the one thing I will say though is is that I was astonished by how many people I told them that I was when saw Deadpool two, and they're like. I never even saw the first one. Uh-huh. Like, do I need to see the first one? Go see the second oh, one. Oh, like, dude, I would so say yes. Yeah. I would say you don't need to. You don't I'd need say, to. But the amount to, but... of callbacks, and yeah. that was one thing I loved about watching the two movies back to back, which I'll admit, I haven't watched um, the first Deadpool, and it had been uh, at least a year since yeah. I had watched it. Um, and so watching that movie, and then immediately after watching the second one, it's crazy the amount of callbacks yeah. there are. Yeah. Um, and well, I there's, really there's, there's, call, there's callbacks. To X Men Origins Wolverine oh, right. oh, yeah. all through this, oh, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. and of course the best being the entire yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. So yeah, so like, yeah. in effect, yeah. um, I just I think that if if you guys don't mind, before we just launch into full on spoilers, in case we have some listeners yeah. that haven't seen it, maybe just do some general thoughts about we'll it. We'll do some general thoughts, then we'll do the spoiler. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, what what did you guys think about it? Just general thoughts wise. Um, I th- I think it's better than the first one. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. I I would say that's uh, the second question I got. Yeah. Is is it better than the first one? I said 
this is one of the few films yeah. I've seen that is definitely yeah. better than the first. I, I, I was very, I, I was expecting my bar for this was really low, especially since Tim Miller wasn't back. Yep. So um, I forgot who they got. David Leach, one of the guys who uh, directed uh, John Wick, the one who didn't direct Atomic Blonde. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. So he did John Wick, and only John Wick one, or did he uh, do John Wick? Let two? me look it up yeah. really quick. Yeah. Talk I'm, amongst yourselves. I'm really curious about this one, actually. Which leads, of course, to the best uh directed by probably ever no um, well before we go into that like we'll, we'll talk about that in the only, only because no only because i you know i want to uh, mention them as they're happening but just little um the one thing too is is that i, I just want to say oh like, no, no 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 wait david the david leach did uh direct atomic blonde okay yes interesting he's all in case you also didn't know he was also brad Pitt's uh stunt double in several movies oh well that makes something make sense awesome um yes yeah nice so okay, so that 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 is interesting. I mean, I didn't love Atomic Blonde. I'm actually surprised. I like yeah, this. Yeah, he's, he's also did. the director of John Wick Two. Oh, I love so John Wick Two. No, yeah. it's not really. Yeah, the guy that did John Wick Two did Atomic Blonde. Yeah, and why Deadpool is Atomic too. Blonde not better? Yeah, dang it, because Deadpool Two and John Wick Two are fantastic. Like, yeah, wh- why? It doesn't make any sense. Um, oh well. So um. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely think it was uh, better than the first movie. I mean, my look, the first movie I think is in a most. I mean, I'm not going to say most parts. I'm going to say like you know, forty to fifty percent of that movie is sublime. Yeah, um, absolutely perfect. Nailed Deadpool in a way that I've never even imagined that they could do. Oh, oh accident. After these messages, we'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> all right all right we're back in business okay I so was playing footsie with josh's core <laughs> but yes <laughs> it was just, to get, footsie. just to get back yeah uh, david leach direct he he's him and uh chad sahelski both co-directed john wick 2 okay awesome and he alone directed atomic bond nice so um you know but my my opinion of the first one is like it's so so good in so many places but number one it doesn't have enough action um, yeah. There's like two main action sequences in the film, which I kind of forgave because it's a matter of um, budget, right? I mean, that movie had a very low budget um, yeah. for a superhero film. And, you know, it's like, look, I understand action's not cheap to shoot. So I totally kind of forgave it that. But I just feel the middle section of that movie drags so hard. And the whole long torture sequence yeah. and all that, like, I have no interest in I mean, even when I went to go see it at the double feature yesterday, I went out and got some lunch during that that whole middle part yeah. of the movie because I didn't care to watch it. So that's what I love about this one is that it, it just doesn't have those draggy parts. Yeah. And it's got so much more action. It, all these movies are... All usually better once you get past the pointless origin story right you know all of them which yeah. but which i also by the way i mentioned it when we originally reviewed it but uh i thought was one of the best parts about spider-man homecoming yeah, yeah, yeah. was the walk and talk totally. part just was perfect yep but i i had a fear that this was i think when victor started a low bar i mean maybe it's different ones but for me was it's simultaneously funny that it was what i feared is also what was its finest hour was how much i mean this is beyond meta beyond fourth wall breaking yeah i mean if you thought the first one was yeah this goes so full tilt um it's absolutely amazing it's it's ingenious how yeah. how good it is with that part so that was like a defined feature yeah. for me and i think most of the audience i don't i definitely the maybe thor ragnarok is the only other superhero i've heard people laugh this hard <laughs> 
during yeah. a movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, so I, that's a, that's, that's, I, I, like I said, I think some films, we just need more of that. So agreed. Yeah, yeah. I will say I was kind of a little bummed out at, um, how kind of one note they went with Julian Dennison, the kid who plays Russell. Uh huh. Um, I mean, he's, he's essentially he's basically his playing his character yeah. from Hunt for the Wilder People. It's true, and he's kind of like sidelined for a big chunk of the movie. Right. So I kind of felt there was more they could have done with him. I mean, I still loved him, but I, I'm curious how somebody would view that character if they were not familiar with Hunt yeah, for the Wilder People. I, I'm kind of on the same boat because uh, he's like essentially the same character. Right. Well, he even says one of the same yeah, lines. Yeah, one of the same lines. Yeah. The bug life thing. So, yeah. Like, so if you had it, seen good it. to be a gangster. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like one of those things where I'm like, I don't think they did enough to kind of make him seem special. Yeah. 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 It's That's interesting. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I mean, I, I liked him, but I, I don't know. I feel the film had so many other things going for it yeah. that that didn't actually bother me that much. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, just overall, I mean, I think, yeah, like, yeah because I want to get into the spoilers. On yeah, I want to get yeah, into yeah. it, too, but um, I, I will say... Um, highly recommended. Yeah, I, I will say I like um, how this movie plays with ideas from other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's a kind of like a riff on Back to the Future instead of, uh, but instead of a picture, it's a teddy bear. Totally. And that's kind of cool. And I will say, um, uh, I, I thought Josh Brolin was kind of awesome as Cable. Yeah, yeah it's kind of funny how... I, I hate Cable, the character, like, in the comics, much like I hate Deadpool. So it's interesting that these guys work as the characters in the movie, and I like them there, Yeah, versus hating yeah. them in the comics. And they have really good chemistry. I would like to see another movie with Cable and Deadpool together. Which you know, is yeah. probably where it's going to uh, yeah, end I'm up sure, going. I'm sure that I just happen. can't believe it's like, yeah, who would have thought jo- when I was watching Thrashing in 1988 <laughs> that uh, Josh Brolin, 30 years later, was going to be in the two biggest superhero films pretty yeah. much in the year. Yeah, whatever, Goonies, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, it's no, not no, like no. Goonies yeah. wasn't big, but I'm just saying, like, it's really he's, weird he's to think of. one of the, I, I feel like saying he's the villain would be not true exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll it, get into that. Everybody's in kind of villains, anyway. You yeah, know, in a way. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Antagonist. Yeah, He's the primary antagonist. Sure, sure. Yeah, two yeah. of the summer's biggest movies. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good way of saying it for sure. Go. Yeah, so we highly recommend Deadpool too. You should go see it. There's lots of comedy to be found. Um, and just here's a, once. There's nothing at the very end of the credits. Um, not at the very end. Not at the very very end. end. Yes. Yeah. Save yourself some damn time. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Once you get past those, those middle credits, you're good. Leave. Yes. All right. So yeah, go see it. And, uh, since we're getting in in spoilers, uh, feel free to check us out at the draft house next week and two weeks. You'll see us again on full following. Now we're getting the spoilers, so spoilers. we'll do the Jeopardy theme, and you can. And we'll stop see listening. you at Comic Con with Comic-Con. the with the fifty thousand other Deadpools. Yeah. In case you <laughs> missed us, would you like a Deadpool like kick line? Yeah, I know? would like to see a dude. Dead- we that happened at um Amazing Arizona Con one year. There was a whole conga line of Deadpools. Oh, that sounds about right. That, that sounds horrifying. about right. Yeah, if there could be a Deadpool slash Harley Quinn battle royale death match. Full barbed wire. Uh, I would be one hundred percent willing good, to pay for that. Yeah. All right. Definitely. So until next time, we're gonna get into spoilers, so you can stop listening if you don't want to spoil. So 
Jeopardy theme really quick. Spoilers. All right. So we'll see. I think the spoiler gag on this one is a million times better than the one on Deadpool 1. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. As soon as I realized he was like James Bond, I was like dying. And that's where they used the Celine Dion song. Yeah, and they had literally the exact same shots from James Bond films. Like with the whole, like, the gun while he's laying on the gun. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and he's the girl and everything. Yeah, 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 totally. It was perfect. I like the fake, like, did that just really happen Happened. with what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like how, well, the whole thing is, like, it uses that because the first movie is, like, you know, directed by, you know, a like, douche you know, bag. a douchebag, right? But an this overpaid dude. Yeah, yeah exactly. This one uses the entire thing to be like, did they just kill his girlfriend? Like, yeah. holy shit. You know? Oh, no, and that's how they get that perfectly. Directed by one of the guys who killed John Wick's dog. dog. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I also think it's, uh, I don't think people, it's so simple, but I loved director of photography, Blind Al. I <laughs> yeah. fucking died. Like, I thought that was great, too. There's just little bits with yeah. that were amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but that whole opening sequence, the whole opening in general. Yeah. Who threw the credits is but just dude, like, brilliant. <laughs> They killed X Force. It's so oh, yeah. fucking. Funny. I thought that was fucking great because I was like, so oh, it's an, uh, and it's a bunch of. Ra- it was uh, what I liked is you could tell it was a total. Like there was the the dude who plays uh, it. Uh-huh. Um, oh, Bill Scars. Yeah, Bill yeah, Scars yeah, yeah, is yeah, totally yeah. playing like a nineties like team right. member. Like I got a Tommy. I, I like I'm how it's like sh- they're, they're like his name is Zeitgeist, and it's yeah. like, oh, what's your power? No. You know, it's like I have a Tommy <laughs> bomb. Yeah, exactly. I was like. Dude, did you just watch Matthew Lillard from Hackers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he's totally, totally what he's doing. That, yeah. His entire role is a joke, and that's yeah. what yeah. makes it perfect. Right. Like, like I'm Shatterstar. I'm from Mojo World. Basically, I'm perfect. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, to be fair, like, look, I'll say this: like, I kind of, I mean, I like the mo- whole Mojo plotline. Yeah. I kind of really wish they did Mojo Madness, yeah. and you know, had Shatterstar in there at some point. But it was all honestly, I don't think the joke would have worked. If they didn't have Shatterstar in there yeah. and get killed, because Shatterstar he, yeah, is X Force, yeah, right? he's you a know? real guy, right, in right. everything. And I love also another awesome little Easter egg. I don't know if you noticed, but like when they were jumping out of the helicopter uh-huh. thing, like he does his pose from the X Force number one yeah. as he's going down. Yeah. Um, you know, but like, but the I mean, whole inter. I also just want to say mm-hmm. the whole interview process. Was oh yeah, because it's it's yeah. an audition. They're fucking yeah, the, headshots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just yeah. the the it was the vanisher. But, oh yeah, the vanisher. Who like I had to actually explain this to people because they weren't they they like they weren't paying attention. Uh-huh. It, the vanisher is Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. because David Leach is Brad Pitt's right. stunt double. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and that's just so good. Yeah, I had a friend after he's like, "Did you see the Brad Pitt?" I'm like, hell yes, I did. That was so funny. Dude. Yeah, the best deaths to ever. Like, yeah, absolutely. All oh, perfect. my my favorite thing is when like uh, you know, Domino's like, "Where's the rest of the team? They all die. They should have warned us about that win. We did. We did the entire time. There was like so many of them. And like the whole joke with Domino's power. You're lucky. That's not cinematic. Yeah, because it's totally like the Quicksilver. How do you make speed cinematic? Well, and. And I really loved, um, I honestly loved all of Domino's character. Oh, she um, was great. I already really liked that actress from, she's on Atlanta. Yeah, Susie um, Betts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I, uh, but, but I just think that she played it so well because if you're, if your mutant power, 
was really good luck, like you would just have be kind of a carefree life. Like you would just well, it's be a, a great happy joke person. Because Rob Liefeld was never able to make her power right. look interesting in the yeah, comics. Absolutely. So she's like, I'm just a chick with guns. Yeah, we, and we, that's the thing. Domino is very kind of serious, yeah. like badass chick. We, we you call know? that the Jubilee factor. Yeah. yeah. Speaking <laughs> of X Men. Yes, and exactly. I like how there was that the great jokes like about it's like oh whoever designed this probably didn't even know how to yeah, drop, drop feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. uh, so good. Speaking man. of feet, another one of the best scenes. The whole wait. Oh, the, the legs. legs? Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, basic one? instinct scene. The, the oh god, yeah. Legs. Oh <laughs> man, that was disturbing. That was a disturbing. That was fucking so scene. amazing. By I, the way, I'll say that of like of those those uh, those slip covers, the best one is the Logan one because oh, got with the, the baby, baby hand. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only one I wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's the Logan really um, opening too yeah. was great with the right. with the with the action figure. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing was great. Music box, that's it. it. Yeah, and then it's like, and then he's just talking, and it's like, oh, not only did that asshole die, (laughs) and copy me with the R rating, (laughs) I'm gonna die too, just to show him up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I will say this, um, as far as like the, the whole X Force thing, that was brilliant. That was so good. uh, Yeah. Because, all of the trailers like really, really made you believe that like if this is the movie. Yeah, this is the team up. A buddy of mine says that he's sure he saw like a scene that had Shatterstar fighting a bunch of guys that wasn't in the movie in the trailer. But I I'm don't sure that was it. probably like a like a what do you call it? A red herring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, just a little bait and switch, which is just even better because that the payoff of that was so hilarious. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like the baby leg scene, and they do the whole basic instinct, and you know, I mean the the showing the like the little wang and everything yeah. but then they actually i'm sure you guys caught it started to play the score yeah they did instinct. yeah oh man no there was, there, it's just it's so rapid fire mm-hmm. there's so little down no they were that... they were very very smart in making this movie like uh one of the big things like we didn't mention it in the non-spoiler part clearly but the fact is there's a major x-men villain who's really like the main villain in yeah. the movie yeah. and i'm sure they didn't mention it because it was like Oh, it was going to be Meme City if they announced it ahead of time. But yeah. yeah. Juggernaut is the main villain. Right. And fucking A, it's like comic book Juggernaut. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, I've got this jewel and I wear this helmet so my brother can't yeah, yeah, exactly. do my yeah. thoughts. But what's funny is if you watch the credits, it's Juggernaut as himself. <laughs> That's so funny. I really want to know who did his voice. Yeah. For a while, I was thinking it was Vinnie Jones, but right. I don't think yeah. so because it, like, it was just kind of like that cartoon, like. Yeah, we're this so my brother. Yeah, he wasn't can't like he wasn't like the whole thoughts. like British thing. He yeah. was he was uh he was like a New York guy. He kinda sounded like the thing. Yeah. You know, like Which is Graham. like what I imagine like that's kinda like what the nineties cartoon the juggernaut yeah. sounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Well that's like everybody wanted it's like gambit. It's like, come on, you have to be a hundred percent Creole. Like yeah. you yeah. have to have that voice. That and it's, just, it's, you can tell this is probably like a Ryan Reynolds thing, especially how he's like gushing. It's like, Juggernaut, you're my favorite character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. That, and it's like, of great, I'm going to rip you in half, half now. The best gore scene <laughs> in any oh, superhero movie it, where gore is, uh, very limited. Yeah. I, I, I love that part. So yeah, that was, yeah, it's, it's, they do so much right here, and it's like my favorite thing too is like that callback they do in the expansion. It's like it's it's like the only people we ever <laughs> yeah. see are you and Negasonic 
way too long name, and then you see the door open. Yeah. It's the entire yeah. cast yeah. of X Men. I know. And they just. Close. I know. Was that because, like, honestly, like I saw it, and it's like I saw Beast, and I was like, well, I can't tell. If no, that's James McAvoy was in there. Was he? And okay. so yeah, was I was, Evan that's what Peters. I was wondering. Yeah, I okay. saw it. That's that. Was, that's a good one. Like, because I'm gonna rewatch it. Right. And, like, I want to see who else. Yeah, was yeah, in there. yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. For it sure. was excellent. It was just one of those ones where. I mean, that was one of the best parts I always felt of the first film is him, the constant fourth wall about yeah. we don't have enough X-Men because Fox won't let us have them <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Like, I just love that idea. Like, Well, and I also like how they even kind of, you know, it's like they have in the beginning and you think he's going to team up with Colossus again. And the Colossus has gone through like most of the movie. Yeah. And so is Negasonic Teenage Warhead, you know, and I, I think that that's. That's another good little kind of bit of misdirection. Well, that yeah, they do. it's interesting because like the whole movie is a satire. It's like satirizing that whole like it's almost like a reverse Karate Kid thing where it's like he's Mr. Miyagi and he's yeah. got it. And it's weird because you're like watching it, it's like oh it's like that episode of uh, it's always sunny where it's making fun of ski slope movies. <laughs> yeah, that's totally what it's like. Oh, it's making fun of like the disaffected teen needs a mentor right. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, and again, just back to Cable. I mean, he's uh, super, super. Oh yeah, we cool. haven't said jack shit about right. him yet. You know, I mean, we did in our pre-spoiler section yeah. a little bit, but um, yeah, I mean, I really liked him. Something I was wondering is, do you think because he he didn't really have his telekinesis, um, which is a big thing with Cable? But yeah. do you think like when he was having his guns go back to him, that was telekinesis? Or that did was you see that, his, that was his telekinesis. Okay, because yeah. Cable has low-level telekinesis because right. most of his powers are based around him keeping the techno organic yeah. yeah virus from spreading yeah. which happens you see it through the movie it's spreading right you know so that was a nice like oh look they're actually being subtle about something in case they want to go back to it yeah totally yeah yeah for sure um yeah and i mean it, it also like a parody of like prison movies you yeah. know and you had like the kind of whole like face off in there yeah um you know that kind of stuff so yeah that that was definitely super and that awesome. was like a good like nerd like like nerdy like uh preset there like mm -hmm. oh having black tom cassidy who yeah, in the black comic tom, books totally. is juggernaut's partner yes you know? exactly and, and then that sets up like that whole this whole great like <laughs> calling calling call cable, cable racist, racist. Yeah. i hope in the future yeah. you'll judge people by the content of the character <laughs> and not their skin like, right. not a racist you exactly. asshole and i do and i do think that that was not only really hilarious but i do think that it was a little bit of like clever jabbing at you know the the i don't know the knee-jerk reaction these days to call people racist yeah you know and it's just like i think it was kind of making a little bit of a comment on that yeah. kind of thing too which i think is really funny well there was he makes a couple where it's very funny that uh, he kind of goes like um like the whole where he's like whoa heads up fox and friends like the <laughs> yeah. whole bit because oh, he plays God. both sides of it. Yeah. yeah, there's one where he does Dude. a total like SG. black black widow. Yeah, black black. Widow. Oh my God, yeah. I loved all the fucking jabs at the MCU uh -huh. in this. Yeah, thing. like was it when he's fighting Juggernaut? Like, sun's going down, big guy. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> yeah. dude. That was so funny. Um, <laughs> or like later when they're arguing in their cabs, like simmer down, Thanos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I honestly like one of the lines that kept me laughing through the whole movie. Just going back and think about it, uh, thinking about it is when they were at like the rehabilitation place and had like that pasty looking like steve buscemi oh, yeah, guy. Yeah. and he called and he calls him jared kushner yes. yeah and i just kept laughing yeah at that there's in my a head. bunch of great well it's funny though because in the beginning too he does the whole like fucking thing about snowflakes he goes like on yeah. his uh -huh. diatribe but it's just funny because yeah it's very like 
modern oh, yeah. and, and contemporary where he just he just goes off on everyone. I, I love too when he, yeah. he shoots the guy. I fucking just die laughing <laughs> because this is like Colossus's like uh reactions to right. everything yeah. Deadpool does is it just makes the whole like well i like how they thing. totally just like give it and it's like it's a bromance thing yeah. like when he's doing the say anything yeah uh-huh. the same and then the um every time he just starts grabbing on him just always grabs his ass and <laughs> yeah dick and shit cracks me up like i i just love stuff like that so um yeah it was I, I really, it's so hard to like, even though I just saw it last mm-hmm. night, to even remember everything. Well, it's a, it's a joke a minute. I mean, it's yeah. one of those things that's really funny. Like, dude, like, did they shoot Deadpool a long time ago? Because, man, the girl that plays Negasonic, like, shot up. She looks like five years old or oh, something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's what happens. Yeah. Like kids are at that age, like every year they just look yeah. way older. Yeah. Um except Haley Joel Osment. Who well, just yeah. starts sinking into his yeah. body. <laughs> yeah, Space definitely. Yeah. A boy child. Oh, and like, what was her name? Like uh Negasonic's girlfriend? Yukio. 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 <laughs> and he's like and she's like he's bye. like, Hi, bye, Yukio. Like it's so What's really funny, funny about that is is uh Negasonic's girlfriend, Yukio, is supposed to be the same character that Wolverine teams up with in the Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah that's, that's funny, dude. It. Yeah, um, nice. The other one was the um, I was trying to think. We, uh, the, putting it that way is the best. The joke a minute. Yeah, I, I thought I did I, say oh. somebody. Somebody I read an article about this. Like, I guess Negasonic and Yukio are like the first like same sex couple uh-huh. in a mainstream superhero movie. And what's I guess what's cool wow. about is people are saying. Is that they didn't make any big deal out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah agreed. Yeah, Which 100%. is always the best policy. Yeah, yeah. Which because yeah. that's what kills me. It's like when we were talking about the uh, "Call Me by My Name." It's yeah. like I hadn't seen it yet, but I'm like, I don't see any <coughs> difference. Like to me, I'm like, you mm-hmm. can have a story; it can involve anything. I go when you well, start. I agree. I when think you that start, is a film that also yeah. doesn't make. Yeah, a big when deal. you yeah. start yeah. doing it, I go. That's when you go wrong. That's when you end up becoming Crash. Yeah, yeah. and Crash agreed. is everything I hate about politics and social issues yeah. and stuff because that's what it becomes like a whole movie well, where you're I just going please sometimes it's also important you like what you have to do especially now with the internet culture is you have to separate out what the art is trying to yeah. do and what the culture around the art does and the way that they politicize it because they it gets some clicks and stuff you know and that's again something like call me by your name i don't think ever does like it's well, i don't just, and i also don't think is. you ever saw much of the media because right. it didn't like you were saying, they they isolate it and uh, exploit upon it because it's like it's to fit whatever narrative yeah, works. And totally. I mean that's just and that's the thing is when you can and that's what's good about like a comedy film of any kind, but especially like something like this, where obviously in this whole this last year, especially the last couple of years of superhero films, they've really wanted to politicize them, and right. it's like. That oh that was the other best line. It was a ham fisted uh, civil rights analogy oh, yeah. from the nineteen <laughs> sixties. Right. Like, oh, the X Men comics. Like, yeah. yeah, that was like probably one of the best lines. Like I love stuff. Think like you call that. it untimely. Untimely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's just little lines like that that I think are really to the heart. Like it's just. I love that line because I always like. I, it's one of those things that being a comic fan, like anytime you'd hear like people from marvel oh it's an analogy like just like the right. malcolm x yeah being magneto thing like oh sure. my god shut up well right. yeah well that i mean and maybe at the time there was because that stuff was actually going on mm-hmm. and you had to have a veil some people you know you can argue about it. 
but the whole thing now is that it's very like in your face and yeah. it's like yeah in the comics it was always like what was what were the 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 slags against mutants you were either a gene joke or a mutie yeah mutie uh, mutie yeah. come on um, Every maybe. time I hear slag, I just think of Alien yeah, Nation. Yeah, to be yeah. honest, Nation, like, that's the one I always For think sure. of. I'm going to shag the slag <laughs> that's, tonight. That's, that's totally <laughs> what I was thinking. I, I meant slur, and I said slag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that's, oh, yeah. it is. It's totally, yeah. um, well, and then there was like the Morlocks was yeah. even more yeah, like yeah, the yeah, demons. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're, you're the mutants that don't look like people. Right. Yeah, it was yeah, like, I rewatched exactly. like Days of Future Past, and even in it, the, 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 um, the Kalisto, movie. Kalisto, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even that one, it's like trying so hard to make them seem like, oh, they're outcasts, just like, you know, yeah. racism. I'm like, oh my God, you're, um, I can't, you, you can only stretch that so far. It just doesn't seem realistic. Oh, I did want to just point out one of my favorite, um, uh, like, I guess maybe Easter eggs or just comic callback in there. I don't even know if it's a comic callback, but you have in his black and white outfit at the end. Oh, yeah. No, that was totally a callback. Yeah. I thought the same yeah. thing. It's like, oh, he's wearing the X-Force Deadpool outfit. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because so, the whole yeah, thing I was gray. That. I'm like, mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, that was great that really prolonged death scene so funny man yeah because everybody was like kind of everybody played it perfectly like they played it like respectful and we miss you and we're giving you your moment in just the right way yeah like it was so good like nobody made that like whoa you're you haven't died yet like everybody was just patient and accepting of it and that was just everything was played the comedy i think was just nailed and i just want to say also because i want to mention the uh audition scene is the two two of the best scenes in the movie are the dope hinder scenes the oh, one yeah. where oh the, he's so good in this i yeah. i fucking hope that when they do part three they just keep him and get rid of tj miller altogether because yeah, he's so... tj miller is so fucking terrible in this movie <sighs> yeah i gotta say like i mean and i love tj miller I, man we like, were, yeah, yeah we've just been talking about like this movie, like, if there's a definition for phoned in, right? This is T.J. Miller in this movie. Like, I mean, I will say this, man. Like, um, uh, uh, man, you really feel Silicon Valley sliding without him. Yeah. So he, you know, I don't think that he is bereft of any value. No, I, it, it went downhill. This it's season. just oh, very. Time, yeah. It's so much like the I, first I, it one made that... me realize how much I hate Thomas Middleditch's character on that yeah. show. Well, he's also especially annoying in this season. The, to be fair, yeah. well, I think he went over. Board. he did go overboard and it became unwatchable i watched this whole season and i just can't fucking i'll never rewatch it i haven't oh, watched yeah. silicon valley so i can tell you mm-hmm. i mean i'm just going off the first deadpool movie in this movie yeah it's like which I, he phones in his part yeah, in the first, first deadpool one, yeah. movie I, that the one funny scene the one that's in the trailers isn't even in the movie right yeah he's i mean it's funny i laughed i'm not gonna sit there and be like oh i didn't the one thing that i felt like though and I mean, I'm even cognizant of this myself and definitely with friends is like the one upmanship eventually takes its toll where it just becomes so annoying. Like I, re- you know, even just like I said, myself and just people I know, it's like trying to restrain it a bit. So it works when you're writing a script and you can go back and go, yeah. oh, I got an even better line. But then there's like, because you can tell like somebody's, I'm not 100% sure because he was involved it with It seemed script. like he was not happy at all to be yeah, in this movie. But Ryan Reynolds wrote, was one of the script, one of the writers, but I feel like that you can tell like a few of the scenes are totally organic. Like, yeah. Or they probably did them once and everyone yeah. fucking died laughing and they had to redo like it. Like the whole times. scene in the house, like with the baby legs. That, yeah, like, yeah, that, that part, entire they scene. had to have died yeah, laughing gold. a couple times. But, um, dope, the part with the, uh, the, um, 
what the fuck is the guy's name? The the normal guy in the X Force. Oh, oh Peter. P- Peter. <laughs> Peter. When he's like, "All right, you're on board, motherfucker." <laughs> I mean, just perfect one note, and then yeah. the, the scene at the end with the car. Just I just like died. To, yeah, it's laughing. like I saw you. I heard you coming thirty minutes, ago, three seconds. Ago. It was so hard to keep a straight face. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, just absolutely. Well, I just like at the beginning. It's like I have a bloodlust. <laughs> when he tries uh, to do yeah his whole like uh, spaghetti western speech, it's yeah. just amazing. <laughs> like I, I just love him. He's he's really talented. Yeah. Um, very much. But the um, he's so yeah. funny in the first one too. And yeah, and and one. more handsome. Yeah, I will. I will say like if it turns out that he kills T.J. Miller in between movies and takes <laughs> over the bar, that would like be perfect. That would, that be, would be pretty great. great. Yeah. Um, and then really, I I think because we're wind down time, uh, for Victor's uh uh obligation is is that uh the the uh end of the film with the uh we'll just say here Deadpool does a little time traveling <laughs> oh. problem solving. Yeah. So the whole thing they, they got. Cable's time travel machine and, you know, uh, Dengasonic Teenage Warhead fixes it and he basically negates the entire movie, <laughs> which is awesome. It's like, oh yeah, this whole movie, like, you, you really think they're, like, oh, they gave her a really good exit. Oh no, you're back to life again. Right. That well, was which, awesome. By the way, if you haven't seen it, Cable sacrifices himself so that he only has one trip there and one trip back. Yeah. He sacrifices it to set it back so he saves Deadpool's life. Yeah. So, then it's like Negasonic fixes it, and that he just goes through the timeline. And just this is this, this is why you can't top the scene. So at first he goes back, and then he starts fixing other things. <laughs> yeah, he goes know. back and fixes X Men Origins Wolverine, oh, which God. was their well, ham-fisted no, no, no. way of getting a Hugh yeah. Jackman. Yeah, well, he really goes, demo. he goes, just fixing the continuum, when, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, it actually starts by fixing things in Deadpool too, including the whole X Force. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I just wanted to make sure it was clear. Like, yeah. Oh, he, he fixes, fixes it so that Peter survives. Vibes. Right. Yeah. He does. Shatterstar doesn't survive. No, just right. no, Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Peter survives just go home peter yeah just leave right now <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah zeitgeist and bedlam and shatterstar oh which by the way dead. terry cruz is awesome yeah. i i love him he's as always awesome. yeah. he's all he's one of those guys he he just put him in he's a just movie. happy to be there <laughs> he is <laughs> and they literally do that with all of them i love the, that the entire though, x-force like what you guys brought up with the zeitgeist because like i wasn't putting together the whole like serial killer and like the you know just the hackers thing yeah you know like i the wasn't manual gold yeah, yeah exactly yeah, i just yeah. i wasn't putting together like the 90s like the late 90ness of him yeah and totally i just wish is. he had had a candy necklace or something I mean, right, he, right he had the full rave that would it's very amazing. much like a, oh this character would be great in blade trinity i was just <laughs> gonna say <laughs> Oh, oh but yeah, then he does that. He goes into X Men Origin Wolverine and kills the other Ryan Reynolds <laughs> Deadpool over, and then he keeps just shooting him. Right. And then, yeah, yeah, and which then, again, it's a ham-fisted way to get a, a Hugh Jackman, Jackman, which is great. Yeah, but the creme. But de la was creme. that was that Hugh Jackman or was it, that just it was a scene? footage of him? Okay, from because basically uh, David Leach was the second unit director for X Men Origin. Okay, Wolverine. gotcha. So he just used old footage of Hugh right, Jackman. Right, gotcha. Yeah. But the creme de la creme. Oh, yeah. This is going to make this Canadian boy's career <laughs> a Green Lantern script. <laughs> and he shoots Ryan Reynolds in the head. Oh, man. <laughs> So absolutely good, beautiful dude. yeah i mean i that that was just the top yeah yeah tits supreme like it could not be beat after that yeah i mean very uh very good 
you know, yeah, maybe best uh, credits, you know, yeah. sp- you know, stinger ever. Um, yeah, so good, man. Um, I really think they knocked it out of the park, and I'm surprised because like the the uh, the pre buzz about this film was very mixed. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I I guess I had heard that. Oh my god, this film tested so horribly yeah. and all this shit, and, like whatever dude this yeah. is well, that's, that's why i wanted to bring up seeing it on opening night with yeah. the whole house people were just so into it like i everybody waited this is the only movie i've been at in a long time um where i mean you know sometimes people wait like the the like what was it gardens of galaxy's yeah. five stingers yeah, but Jesus. um when i walked out of the theater we walked out as yeah. a whole theater yeah like I mean, everyone waited till the very end. So, did you see the Stanley cameo? Yeah. The okay, mural. I didn't see it. Yeah. I saw it, and then immediately when I saw it, I was like, "That's his cameo because he's sick right now." Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "I was like, I knew exactly what that was." Okay. When I saw it. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, yeah, it was like when they were flying into the city in the helicopter yeah. before they made the jump. It was like a, a big mural of him. Yeah. Okay. I need. Yeah. That's why I have to keep my eye open because somebody told me that there was like. A Stanley graffiti. So yeah, yeah, it's it's huge. You can't yeah. miss it. It's it's like when they're doing they're going over the city right when they come in. You'll see it. It's kind of like stylized, almost like a Banksy or something like that. Oh, you know, okay. and it's like huge on the side of a building. Like, you oh, can't all right, miss it. yeah. I just literally must have been drinking my soda. Or yeah, something. totally. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty quick. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think it's even like on the right side of the screen. If okay, you for it, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I don't pretty... know if anything could anything top his uh, Deadpool. Uh, oh, dude, uh, cameo, especially because you oh, know DJ, that yeah. he was <laughs> straight up in that room with because like I, I which is I rewatched it yesterday and there's literally a shot with him and then like titties in the background. Yeah. yeah, so it's like it wasn't just that they got him in there; it's that they actually had Stan Lee in there with a room full of naked women, yeah. filming his scene. And I just love that for some reason. It's so fucking yeah, funny, you know. And I, I, I. I I kind of like the idea of doing like little clever tributes to Stanley like that, much rather than him keep being exploited. But he's, like, I do like that he has really shortened his yeah. ones. Yeah. Like all the recent ones. All the like recent ones. I guess he shot stuff. them all at once. Yeah. He's yeah. Really, really, really. The Spider Man yeah. or the Infinity War. Because if you see the, all the, all the ones he had, like the one in, uh, in, uh, Infinity, Infinity War, War. It's sure. just him. Like there's yeah. no other people. Like, I love the idea that he's the Watcher. Yeah, you know yeah. that's just such a cool that was thing. yeah. That, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, yeah. it's Absolutely. fun. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad obviously with all the stuff that's going on with him right now. Right. With his health and the uh, financial and all that. But yeah. I mean, he's. It's just one of those things where I think that originally they were like, again, it's that heavy like poke. Look, yeah, Stanley, yeah, yeah. yeah, kids, yeah, exactly. kids yeah. you know, and yeah. then it's like. They really started making. I can't it. remember what it was. I saw some kind of like parody or some kind of joke or something at some point um, where somebody was like, uh, you know, it's like, you know, oh, you can always be sure when Stan Lee comes on that somebody's gonna be like, hey, that's Stan Lee. It's right. like, yeah, we know it's Stan Lee. We totally get it. Um, yeah, definitely. I I, I just want to say it was funny because we're talking about Stan Lee cameos. Um, I I just rewatched Iron Man, the first one, for the first time. In oh, the- is it when he's Larry King? He's uh, Hugh Hefner. Oh, uh, he, Hugh Hefner. Yeah, yeah. He's in two in that. He actually has two cameos what? in that one, and he it's the does? first one ever. Yeah, when he, they're in the casino, and then like they throw oh, he, the money. You know, yeah, and he has the and he leaves the chips. Yeah, and he's like, I'll just keep these safe and sound right over here. Yeah, so he actually isn't has that two from cameos. a different movie? I I'm sure that's in the first Iron Man. Really? I yeah. thought that was. Uh... No, it's it's definitely in the first Iron Man. Oh. I just rewatched it. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, he has two cameos in that one. It's the first one ever. Um, so oh. yeah, 
thought that was pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I just, which I hadn't watched that movie in probably seven years, honestly. Um, and after watching Infinity War, I'm like, I want to go back through and watch all the Marvel movies. Um, and it's like, damn, Iron Man's a really good movie. Iron Man is a really yeah. good movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> definitely. It definitely is one of the most rewatchable out of all of them. Yeah, too. yeah for sure. Yeah. There's a, mm. uh, that's, that's the one thing though I always do laugh. It's funny that you were talking about some of those movies, like the X-Men movies that you got with the Deadpool covers. Mm-hmm. I was like, you never buy these. I, I, you know, never purchased any of these. I was like, maybe I should buy them because especially I was looking at the prices, you know, they're like seven bucks yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, that's really fair. I recently bought, it was Thor, Thor, the dark world as a gift for somebody mm-hmm. on DVD at Walmart on sale was $14. Jeez. And it's like, I even just, I'm now like, it's just like Disney Blu-rays. Right. Like I'm now trying to find them when I find them for like five, Ten yeah, bucks, I'm yeah. buying them. Because, Disney's always been like, yeah, that they've too. always been like that. Yeah. But Marvel, I mean, every other the DC movies, mm-hmm. the Fox movies, all stay at a low price. But yeah. man, the uh, Marvel ones, they're they're a good cash cow for them. Yeah, they the are Thor like, ones are not cheap. Even the digital copies never really go down. Right. Well, I got, I was lucky. I found a copy used of the 3D Blu-ray DVD and digital. Yeah. It's like I looked it up on, I mean, on reasonable like sold listings, like mm-hmm. on seventy, a hundred bucks. I got for three dollars that's yeah. awesome man. yeah i was like nice wow i cannot believe this but um yeah yeah so I, I, going up. back to it yeah thumbs up was that i for my top i, I don't know where it'll be on the end but i mean mm-hmm. definitely my top five right now for the year like yeah it takes a lot for a comic book movie to actually make the cut at the end because true, i just true. kind of they're there for me they're so interchangeable but i definitely think this was a fantastic movie and again wh- whatever the early buzz about it was <laughs> like i don't know what happened but like i will say this if you like the deadpool one i think you should love this movie yeah yeah agreed you know and like i said it, you know atomic blonde the best thing it had going for it was kind of like getting that 80s like satire yeah. thing going and it, this movie definitely takes it and it's just weird because like uh, you know both these guys david leach and chad stahelski are both like really good directors and like most of the stuff they've done over the years is second unit work and stunt work and those seem to be like the two key things in making a good movie right you know? yeah that's true a lot of people yeah that um oh which by the way the guy who did bad samaritan is like an actor producer director huh. and his last film before this i found was geostorm oh wow and i was like i couldn't believe it sorry right. just completely like <laughs> well, well just, just to put it at. on uh, like i'm looking at his thing on a. Uh, like david leach's thing like it, atomic blonde is his you know credited solo directorial debut before the two john wick movies um but he also was a second unit director on like ninja turtles out of the shadows oh, hitman okay. agent 47 right hansel and gretel witch hunters the king of fighters so he yeah. like cut his teeth that's that's a train that's a real assassin yeah yeah that's a true that's a way of saying which i was also gonna say anchorman 2 the wolverine (laughs) i I think i knew which anchorman 2 scene (laughs) (laughs) yeah speaking of which i do just want to say too because we did talk about the children i was vinnie jones is one of those guys who should have got a lot more roles because i loved him in the midnight me train and in um that was the only thing i liked what's the only thing that kind of makes me think now that it might be vinnie jones is that he was a second unit director on Midnight that's why i was just saying that's why i just don't think because it's a i mean it's a it's a new york accent like they would just have him do his voice and it would be like a funny thing yeah yeah it could be yeah i just don't you never know it'll be interesting i'm sure it'll come out we'll chat about it some more we will all right awesome but yeah that was our uh review in deadpool spoiler cast 
Uh, again, if you enjoy what we're doing, give us a follow. Tell your friends. Subscribe. Yeah. We're all about comments. And hey, just, uh, you know, I'll, you know, we'll be at uh, Phoenix Comic Con this coming weekend. We'll be at the Draft House, uh, you know, at a Video Vortex and coming later in the summer, Terror Tuesday and Weird Wednesday. So, yeah, just keep it. Keep your eyes open and we will, uh, you know, talk about what you want to talk about. We'll talk about shitty movies. We'll talk about our spoiler thoughts. Yeah. It's all about it. So until next time, I'm Victor Moreno along with Kirby Nelson. Give me your best shot, one-eyed Willie. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Joshua T. Ruth. Uh, just call me Jared Kushner. <laughs> all right, guys. Later. Later.